Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Monday, May 6th. Jake's seventh favorite month. May the 6th be with you. May the 6th be with you. It is Monday. We got a lot of shit to talk about today. The Kentucky Derby, Jake's favorite event of the year. Game of Thrones, Jake's favorite TV show in the history of the world. Uh, The New York Yankees, Jake's favorite baseball team. The New York Mets, Jake's second favorite NL baseball team. Uh, Sharks, Jake's third favorite hockey team. And some weird news stories. They're your first. It seems like you'd say they're your first favorite hockey team. So I don't think they're my favorite. Um, James, how are you? I Excited <laughs> for Halftime Thrones. If you're a, a JJR listener, that's what we've been doing. Um Got some. I don't know if they're hot takes, but got got some throne throne takes. We're saving that for halftime and big weekend. I mean, it was a. Uh, we love events. Yep. Kentucky Derby definition of just an event. Um. Our mutual, our mutual friend, former roommate Jeff, uh. His girlfriend had like heard of the Kentucky Derby, but never like knew what it was. And she asked like a great, genuine question. She's like, Why do people like this? <laughs> um, and I was like, Well, it goes back to kind of the old sports thing when horse racing was one of the only sports and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, now it's also tied into like this Instagram world we live in where it's like status and good times and blah, blah, blah. But man, it's just just a good party event. Um, so enjoy that. We had May the fourth. May the fourth be with you. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just anything you can ask for in a weekend. Yeah, it even rained over here. It even rained. If that was what you were missing from your weekend, um, how 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 was your weekend, James? It was pretty good. I don't remember much. Uh, trying to figure out what I did on Friday so I can give my Friday score, and I like. Just cannot remember what I did. It that this might bother me more than anything is that every Monday I can't remember what I did Friday. I have a good memory. Like I pride Life passes myself. us by. What's that? Life passes us by. Yeah, it's just I think because I do the same shit every single day. And there's that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, the Yankees won on Friday, so I think that was good. Oh, no, no, what else was a factor on Friday? You, you and I were up online. We were fighting some Gary Sanchez haters or just one guy that might have been drunk. Um, but it was also the awesome basketball game. It was the four-overtime basketball game. I, I think you were watching that. I don't know. Um, but that was, oh, that was fun. Yeah, no, I didn't watch that at okay. all. I didn't know it went that until you said it on Talking Yanks. Well, you said it with Joe's in text message. Yeah. Last night. I didn't know there was a basketball game that went four overtimes. Well, there you go. So I, I don't know what I was... Friday night when we were talking with that guy? Right. I was... Um, you had to be in a good mood. Gary hit two homers? I was. I smoked. I was just hanging out at night. Like, I think I was watching a show or something. Yeah, and I think 
I, I think this weekend was also like kind of a breath of fresh air because this was our first like like this is kind of what a regular weekend is supposed to be for us. Like normal time Yankee games. Um well except the rain delay yesterday, but um Friday, yeah, I, I enjoyed the basketball. The Yankees won. I'm trying to pick literally one other thing out of the day. Um and I I'm shooting blanks. It was a six. <laughs> Right, six because Jake can't remember. Six on the nose. Sure, that's. I'm gonna go six as well. Perfect. You, that means we had a good week. You had a good. What would you think about the song today, Jimmy? I like that song. Flock of Seagulls reminds me of Wedding Singer every time because that right. like, was my introduction to Flock of Seagulls, which I'm sure anyone older than me would be pissed about that. Right. That, like my ref. That would be like if someone knew. I don't know. Bruce Springsteen from like a shitty movie reference that I don't like. Ooh. But anyway. Uh, what it's video game week, which was your baby. Yeah, this Jordan helped with, and this was a wild brewing. Um, like I totally forgot it was. It was when we originally gave Jordan the reins to the music. Um, I was like, "Yo, we should do a video game week." Um, so I'm I'm excited. There's one song on here that is just like paralyzed in my head from video games. And dude, video game week for anyone that's a gamer. Like, it's, know how you and I, there's, like, five songs that could come on, and if it was, like, you, me, our, our buddy, formerly Fat Ken, like, we're back at Elmer's, we're back at our college bar, because those were the five songs that played. It's like, mm-hmm. Mano, All the Above, um, there's a couple other ones, but video games have that same effect. Like, if you've hammed out a video game, and you hear that song come on, you go back and you're in Tony Hawk, which is one of your few video games, but also known for a quality video game soundtrack. Yeah. Do you, what what video game is and I ran from? I ran. Uh, that's uh, Grand Theft Auto. That was oh. that was like the big Grand Theft Auto. I played this one BMX game for like maybe a week. OK, uh, I didn't like it. Ever, I remember, but I, I played it and. The I don't practice Santeria song, you know, yeah. from Sublime was in there. Sure. And that was my introduction to that song. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you, I would, um, it'd be mostly sports video games for me. But if someone racked up, if there was like a soundtrack trivia sporkle that was like all sports games from the past like 15 years or so, I'd do decent. I do right. decent. Like all all the Maddens, a bunch of the FIFAs, NHL. Um, yeah. I also played Cool Borders a lot whenever that was out. Did they have a cool soundtrack? I wonder if there's I wonder if I listened to a Cool Borders song, I'd be like, Oh yeah. Cool Borders. Cool Borders. That was a fun game, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I did Friday night? I watched um Out Cold, the snowboarding movie with Katie. Nice. We smoked and we watched out cold and she had never seen it. And I said, it's a modern day version of Casablanca. And she thought I was like just doing what I do, where I just make up lies for my own enjoyment. Sure. To like, to like not lies, but like, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Tasteful fibs. Yeah. And uh, like, you're going to love this movie. It's a remake of Casablanca. And she's like, what the hell is this? And I would laugh. But it actually is a remake of Casablanca. And she didn't believe me. And then turns out she forgot what Casablanca's plot was. So like there was no way of proving it anyway. Yeah. But I like that movie, Cool Board. Uh, so yeah, snowboarding aged anyway. pretty well. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, because there's yeah, actually like better than the other movie we watched that aged terribly, Beer Fest. Right. The humor, the, yeah. There's some stupid humor in Out Cold, but I like that movie. Good. Uh, can I tell you my favorite Tony Hawk story? Tony Hawk Pro Skater story? Yeah, absolutely. I there I was like in had to be seventh, eighth grade. There was this high schooler that was friends with my cousin Steven. So I was playing with them, so like I idolized them. Sure. And this one kid crushed the first level of Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, the warehouse where you drop in, there's the half pipes, you gotta get the magic secret box and the overhead overhead area and all that. Like he yep. crushed it. Highest score I'd ever seen. I was like, whoa. And then we started playing the second level, and the kid said, no, nah, I only play the first level. And I was... Just owns it. It's like, what? 
He's like, yeah, I just play the first level. That's all I do. He's good at what he's good at. <laughs> it's like, I, I he went from hero to zero in my like thirteen year old brain so quick. I was like, instantly, yeah. That's pathetic. Yeah. You know, there's nine more levels. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do this, man. <laughs> it still cracks me up. Like, it's yeah. still just a funny thing to say. Like, like if I was to take layups, you know, like right. playing pickup basketball, and we were doing like we were warming up, and I just did like five layups, and they're like, all right, take some shots, and I was like, no, nah, I only do layups, man. If if someone was like, hey, Jim, thir- this Thursday, we're 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 taking care of everything for you. The the talking Yanks, the JJR fans, they want they they're going crazy. They want to see you play any video game of your choice for two hours. What would it be? Probably, probably Tony Hawk. Okay. Whatever Tony Hawk was that had the airport level. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I like that level, so probably do that. Okay. I played more video games. Like, I would go on, like, a one-week binge. Right. And then I'd just never play video games again. That's what I, I was wondering how to phrase that, because you're, video games still, you know, they don't obviously don't have the same appeal as you get older. I, I still enjoy them, but it's not the same. But there still is a binge quality, and that's what I was trying to get across. Like, if everything in your life got taken care of for a weekend, <laughs> like, what would you hit? Like, mine would be college football. Like, I was so hooked in those games. You do the recruiting, and it's just you get lost in the sauce. Um, oh, for my own personal enjoyment, I don't know what I do. I was thinking I chose Tony Hawk because I think it's the only one I'd still be adequate at. Right. So if people were watching, I wouldn't look like an idiot. There you go. But yeah. Like, I did a week of Crash Bandicoot once. Sure. Rode that tiger across the Great Wall of China like a nobody's business. Nobody's biz. Yeah. Yeah. We used to play Tiger Woods a lot in college. I never did, but you and Ken did. We played FIFA a lot. Oh, that's right. You you you, you were part of the FIFA transfer. A lot of of FIFA or El Tigre. Um, And a closing thought on the song. I mean, again, did that song come out in the 80s? I would hope so. You'd think so, right? And that's it's just my like I hear that song and I'm like, yo, this is a good tune. And that's Jakey Eighties coming out. Flock of Seagulls. I'm interested to know how they got their name and why they did their hair that way. I guess they did their hair that way because it got them noticed cool. and stuff. Chinan Bong. They were a new wave synth pop band. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> that really got you, huh? I mean, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, they're this new wave synth band. <laughs> Ooh, that doesn't age well. <laughs> uh, that doesn't give off that cool vibe it did back in the day. What are you into? New wave synth pop? <laughs> new wave synth <laughs> The band's name was taken from the Strangler song, Toiler on the Sea, and the book, Jonathan Livingston Siegel, according to Mike Score. Sure. Yeah. Well, that doesn't answer a thing for me, so bad job, Wikipedia. We ready to go into sports? I think so. A lot of sports to be talked about, so let's go straight into the your. Tri-State Update. The Yankees took two out of three from the Twins. Andujar came back from the IL, but Taxton, but Paxton decided he wanted to see what that party was all about, Jake. So he jumps on the IL, going to miss at max three weeks. The Mets got swept by the Brewers. A Braun homer in the fifth did the job in game one. A Braun walk-off in the 18th did the job in game two. And a Yellow homer in the third inning of game three did the job there they are now 16 and 18 on the season jake the islanders got swept and don't get to play hockey anymore there are eight days left until the Knicks draft lottery the jets have cut former aaf quarterback brandon silvers and deandre baker was the standout player 
at Giants Rookie Camp so far. And Yankees PR just tweeted something. And let's see what the update is. Prior to tonight's game, the Yankees returned Clint Frazier from rehab and reinstated him from the 10-day DL. I already fucking said that. I like when you do that. Um, Yanks win a nice series. Uh, of course, check check out TY if you're looking for the deep dive on that. Twins came in playing good baseball. Yankees take two out of three. Sports. Sports. Yeah, I mean, um, Yankees, uh, the Twins, best team in baseball, most home runs in baseball, but... It's a fraud best record in baseball, and I'm not trying to be like a shit-talking bully. No. I was, it, it is. They have one good series win on their, um, on their schedule. It's, uh, they beat Houston three out of four. That is the only good series win. They've won a lot of other series, but it's against tanking teams. There's so many tanking teams in the MLB that – it's somewhat shitty of me to discredit that because you have to beat them. Right. And I was kind of coming from a place of, well, everyone keeps telling me the Yankees aren't legit because they haven't beaten anyone good. Right. So how are the Twins getting credit for being legit when they haven't beaten anyone good? Right. So I Just was, because I was, they're healthy? <laughs> yeah, just because they're healthy. Yeah. So I was coming from a point of there where I was like, the Twins aren't good. What are we talking about? Twins are a good team. They'll probably be a wild card contender. But I feel like to be a wild card contender... In 2019, all you have to do is be trying to win. Right. Like, they might be... How many teams do you think in the MLB, in the AL, we can do this real quick. Right. Trying to win and won't... So, we in the AL East, we have three. You got the Rays, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. Yes. In the Central, you have two, the Twins and the Indians. Yeah, pretty much. And in the West, you actually have... It's like a shades of gray thing. Like the Angels are trying to win, but they've been quote unquote trying to win and terrible for a while now. So like they're out. They're they're awful. Um, they are trying to win, but it's like they just go about it in a bad way. Yeah, like you're not trying to win in a good way. So they they're out. Um, the Mariners weren't, but they started playing really well. So they're yeah, kind of if, they, if they hit the two week skids, they could be out. Like yeah. They could. Um. Texas Dude. Rangers, no, they're kind of in a rebuild. Yeah, Texas is in a rebuild. The A's, A's like want to win, but they're also Oakland. Like they have, they're in a. They're, the A's are perpetually like, yeah, if the first two months go good, we'll try. Yeah, they're like one hand behind their back. Good. <laughs> so let's just like, say three. Let's say because there's a lot Jamie of halves Lannister. in there. Um. Yeah, and Houston's really good, but yeah, I mean there there is a world where the only. Teams. That's eight teams. That's eight teams that we have as for five playoff spots. For five playoff spots. Yeah. So I don't know about the NL, but yeah, whatever. So the Twins will be contenders. Yeah. Um, Los Mets get sweep swept by the Brewers. Um, yeah, they're sixteen and eighteen now, and uh, yeah, Los Mets. Their well, offense did nothing. They scored four or six runs in three games. It's kind of like you can't judge in a 162-game season after 10 games. It's a hot take, I know, but... I still like what they have. Their bullpen's garbage. Yeah, and I mean, like, why? I don't understand why their offense... Like, Alonzo's doing good. Um, I guess Cano's struggling, but I still just think if Cano is good and McNeil's doing good, like, I don't know. And and that's the other thing. I, I just made the joke about the 10 games in, but, I mean, even a month in, like, a lot hasn't been decided yet. Um, <laughs> Like, Christian Yelich won the MVP last year, and at the All-Star break, he wasn't even in the conversation. <laughs> but he went nut job. So, like, baseball, you could change so much so fast. If the Mets have a good week, um, it's back to, like, all right, the Mets got it. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, baseball. Um, speaking of... <laughs> Dude, the Islanders, dude. What idiots. idiots Don't play lost. at Barclays. I wanted, I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on this. Did you hear what the Mets did with uh, Echeverria? Mm-mm. He had a big bonus in his contract if he played 160, if he was on the team for 160 days. 
Okay. They called him up uh, as soon as it went down to 159. Yeah. Like, why, why put these things into your contract when you know the teams can just fucking right. reroute themselves so easily? Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of on you, Etch. And, like, it, if you're a person that wants to get mad about that, like, genuinely think if that was your money, what would you do? Like you shady. would, you would do the exact same thing. I don't, I don't blame teams for taking advantage of the situations that they can take advantage of because it's a business. But the agent and the union just repeatedly just do dumb shit like this. We're like, you're so easily exploited. Are you just dumber than the owners and the the GMs? The union's dumber than the owners and the GMs right now. I mean, that's been. That's we have that on solid ground. But whatever. yeah, the Islanders suck. That's <laughs> <laughs> tough. I read, you know what? The barn thing got unfun for me, Jake, because the Islanders fans are using it as a real excuse. So right. It's not, it's not fun for me to joke around anymore because I was, I was looking around the Internet and like there's a lot of fans like we would have won if we were in the barn. I was like, well, come on. You got swept. Yeah. Played your whole season there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not like it was a new. <laughs> Why are we playing here? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> you, you so that lost use its that fun roster excuse. for me. You get to use it as a joke excuse, not a real one. Yeah. Are you upset about the Jets cutting Brandon Silvers? Not at all. Okay. Are you upset, uh, upset about how good DeAndre Baker looked in rookie camp? Um, not really, man. I, I always get blown away. And I mean, it's just how much this country truly loves football. But like, do you, did you catch any of the highlights from rookie camp? It's like, they literally do the most basic football drills because it's no contact because they don't want anyone getting hurt. So like they showed like the D lineman and it's just like, hit the pads. It's like, man, he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, like they I, just I, need to name it like. Bring them in and say hi to them, camp. That was my question. Like, what? How did DeAndre Baker stand out? Like, did everyone else trip and fall? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else was so nervous, they forgot their pants. (laughs) Like, Baker did great. I don't get how you stand out when you're just going, like, you're basically doing drills that just go through the motions. Kind of sounds like DeAndre Baker was being a hardo. Chill yeah. out, DeAndre. You're trying too hard in rookie camp. <laughs> yeah, chill out. Maybe this is points <laughs> off DeAndre Baker. <laughs> All right, you got anything else? Let's go. There's more national news, so we'll go there. On your mark, get set. Jimmy, your 145th annual Kentucky Derby is won by maximum security, or scratch that, reverse it, uh, the horse clearly cheated. Uh, We'll deep dive into that. Uh, NBA playoffs, Raptors, Sixers, uh, locked up at twos. Nuggets, Blazers, also. Wife Linda, also locked up at twos. Jim, Houston, clips the Warriors. I wrote that down wrong in overtime. They bring the series to two to one. Um, sorry, I got lost in my notes. The Celtics. Oh, the Bucks. Oh my God, they turned it on against the Celtics. They're now up two to one after the Celtics took game one. They've been dominating. They fight for their life tonight. Your Sharks and my third favorite hockey team go up three to two on the Abs. Same with the Bruins. They're up three two on Columbus with Dallas and the Blues going to game seven. And, Jim, something we need to talk about, because I've got questions, the Cincinnati Reds homered on three straight pitches. It was really cool, but I've got some Derek Dietrich questions for you. I have a question for you first. Okay. Why do you write your notes down in one order and then read them in another order and then always lose track? 
It's how the flow comes out. I don't always lose track. Very rude. That's a foul. Um, you go slow with it. You're not like boom, 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 boom. You're like ah. Uh, yeah, I uh, think I think uh, it uh it it comes out in different ways. You have to feel the flow of it a little bit. Um, it's kind of the burn process too. Um, why don't you reach write them in the flow order? You uh, God doesn't work for me. I so my apologies. That will never happen. But um, I'll let you start with the Kentucky Derby. Um, because I know you got big on this. We got a horsey breakdown. Uh, huge. Yeah, people requested me to break down the Kentucky Derby, and I was like, I don't know dick about horse racing but let's go look at it um i don't know man i said to you after the race was so i watched the race and then i walked across this two right. blocks down to go get dinner with my parents oh i realized i live i live a sitcom life jake i just live a sitcom life my grandma's my neighbor my parents live two houses away I was like sitting here, my computer's working last night. The the game, and my mom just walked in and handed me a plate of Italian food, and then left. And I was like, "What? What is my yeah. life? This is crazy." It's like a everybody loves Raymond situation. When did I see you here. eat that sandwich? Was that this weekend? That thing was incredible. That's oh, been on my mind ever since it happened. The meatball parm. Yeah, was that Friday? When was that? Yeah, I think that was Friday. Does that change your Friday grade? Because it, ch- I think it changes mine. Yeah, that was my dad just came home and gave me a meatball parm because they went out and got lunch. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm living a sitcom life. It's beautiful. Nice. But um, so I watched the race and I was just like, those horses were everywhere. That like I, I thought a horse was going to fall every second while I was watching yeah. that race live. And I saw Maximum Security 1 and I was like, that's a shitty horse name. Don't like it. And I went and ate dinner. And then some guy requested me to break it down. And I was like, it's not much to break down, right? Like they, it was just a horse race. The guy. Right. Went wire to wire and won it. He was like, uh, watch it again. They just disqualified. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? Well, knife on me, eh? I guess you're not allowed to block someone from passing you in horse racing. You just have to be faster than them. You just have to run as fast as you can. Yeah. You're not allowed. If a horse is coming up on your side, you're not allowed to run in front of them. Is this Which, the only form of nothing, racing? What? Up until yesterday, I think people thought that was the only strategy in horse racing. I th- in 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 like NASCAR, that's to- that's totally legal. And in running, like you're allowed to like if someone's coming up and you're like get in- impede them or I don't know. I think you are um like, well, drafting is like a strategy. I think people want you to do that in the distance races because the, the short ones, you're in your lane, so there's none of that. But the distance ones, that's like part of the strategy, yes. I think so, if you like intentionally clip someone, <laughs> I think it changes. But And this seems weird, but I guess they care about horses living, which is what I said in my breakdown. I guess this is a rule because they don't want horses to die. Right. But I thought the horse community was pretty kosher about, like, yeah, horses die in horse racing. It's just part of it. Uh, yeah, that's a weird way to phrase it. I mean, I, I've seen a horse get killed. Yeah, and it was I mean, a very it, ho-hum moment at the it, racetrack. It it's fell, a it broke known, its legs. It's a known risk. I think they do take precautions so that doesn't happen. I know, but it, it happens quite a bit. Like, I was at the horse racing somewhere, and because... Brad's my friend Brad's whole family is trainers and horse racers and uh yeah like they put a curtain they brought a curtain out and they put the horse down and I was like holy shit yeah and no one batted an eye no got more races so I didn't know it was that much of a concern but yeah what I don't understand so one so the the horse that's winning another horse war of will tries to cut tries to get in front of it you know, because they're trying to race. Yeah. He cuts them off. There is some dangerous stuff where the legs like are intertwined, where it could have been so dangerous. Right. Because uh, that's the other thing. I mean, one horse goes down. We're talking about like eight horses go down. Yeah, muddy then, track. You now got, you've got like you got a horses landing on top on of hand. jockeys and that's death. Yeah. So it was kind of dangerous. But to just give the second place horse the win is kind of crazy. Yeah, like congrats, dude. You you did it. C- Country House. Um, which another bad horse name. Um, like I'm maximum security over Country House. Um, and they're both not good horse names. No, um, I like Country House because 
instead of buying like like your wife really wants you to buy a country house and you're like no i'm gonna buy a horse well i'll name it country house for you babe well instead of this country house we got a horse yeah um yeah i i would say is this gonna be the least sired kentucky derby winner ever Oh, yeah. So did you miss the whole, like, the drama of them all standing on the track? Because that was the best part of it. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that. Oh, so, yeah, that was awesome. Um, like, they they interview Maximum Security and that jockey, and he's all happy they won. And then it's, like, review. They go to the other horse that might have a chance to win, and you're like, okay. And then they go back to Maximum Security, and that owner and the jockey are, like, <laughs> backpedaling real hard. <laughs> um and so I, I mentioned before, former roommate Jeff, his girlfriend was new to the event. So she was like, is this normal? Because this doesn't seem like how the event should end. <laughs> and we were like, no, normally they put like they put a bunch of flowers on the horse and he prances around and it's a really good time. This, <laughs> this is not what they want. Um, and dude, so the more fun part, the person that made the decision was just one woman in a back room with a TV screen. And well, she that got how they do the it? final call. That's how replays usually work, right? And she had such a cool job title. Uh, I've, I'm blanking on it right now, but it was just like Kentucky's horse judge or something like that. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Um, but it was also like you almost felt sad because you're like, okay, if this person's job title is Kentucky horse person, they have to watch the Kentucky Derby every year in like a in a just a clo- no window room with a TV. That seems like purgatory. She got the best view. She's not watching it for the enjoyment, Jake. I know she's watching it for the horse's safety. Yeah, Jordan Gag in the chat said like. 30 horses died in Santa Anita over the last six months. Like the horse. Yeah. I was under the, Well, wasn't that the horse flu thing? Didn't we do that as a news story? I think that was like unrelated. Yeah. But I was, Oh, I, that's just all these stories always come out where I'm like, I guess the horse racing community doesn't care about the horses as much as you'd think they care about the horses. They're dying constantly. Yeah. They're not really pets. It um, is the only sport industry where the contestants die and no one bats an eye. Right. Like, if there was a cross-country race and 10 cross-country racers died in one calendar year, they might end cross-country racing for a while. Like, we got to figure this out. Right. But with horse racing, it's kind of like, that's what happens. Yeah. They're animals and humans are bad people. (laughs) Yeah. So... You had a tweet that said you felt bad for maximum security. The horse. But I don't because I think that horse just thinks he won. He doesn't he doesn't know the rulings. He's like, I'm a winner. He's probably went back to his little uh, area. What can I think of it? He's the first horse ever that won it and got DQ'd. And when they show him on TV screens, that's what he's known for. <laughs> and now when people visit him. They're going to be like, that's like, you know, Harry Potter's the boy who lived. Maximum security is the horse who cheated. But he doesn't know he cheated. Uh, When everyone visits him and goes, you're the cheating horse. Yeah, he's going to know. No, he's just going to neigh and be like, when everyone's giving him double birds the whole time. He's probably going to get more more money to sire than country house. Ooh, that's interesting. I would like to follow up on that. Yeah. Which horse is is more more shekels to breed because maximum security was the faster horse and that's what you want. So the owner still might be like, yeah, we didn't get the title, but we still are going to get all the money. Yeah. You'd like that Kentucky Derby notch on the belt and the, the prize money. But yeah, I mean, the, I hope the breeding's in, where it comes in. I hope in 20 years we're watching the Kentucky Derby and they're like, this is the son of maximum security, a known cheater. And so I that horse cheats and you're like, it's in their blood. So I did, I had one of those, because uh, there's a little bit of me that, like, maybe we're just all puppets. Like, eh, the world is run by money. Like, maybe they decided coming into this race they were going to review something. Because if they, if they just, if they didn't review it and they just said maximum security was the winner, and even if the most diehard horse fans in the world 
came out and were like, hey, that horse cheated. It probably doesn't even get to us, you know? Like, on Twitter and our normal lives, we don't care. Like, it, I don't think that information even gets to us. So there was a part of me that was doing, like, the we're all just puppets in this world. They decided they needed to add more drama for the ratings, so they were going to do this, like, no matter what happened. Um, so there's a little bit of that going on. Um, I don't know. I... I, I hope Maximum secured, but you're right. Like, how great would that be? Um, the next horse movie, you know, five years from now, we've got their kids on the track, and the other horse cheats. No, I want I want them to be. You a want lineage, a cheating horse family? A lineage of cheaters, and us humans would be like, yeah, it must be in their blood. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, what uh what what hockey updates do you have for us, Jim? Your Sharks. Well, much like Maximum Security going wire to wire, Jake, the Sharks just fucking crushed the Avalanche in this game. They didn't cheat. The Avalanche this this the score gives the Avalanche more credit than they deserve. Okay. I, I honestly don't think the Avalanche ever got the opportunity to set up and control the puck in the shark zone when it was five on five. Wow. Like they, I, I tried to rewind a bit and like, see, and I don't think there was ever a time where you're like, Oh, Avalanche are setting something up here. Uh, when it was even strength and the sharks gave them four penalties, I think. So there was eight minutes where they, they did have the man advantage and they were setting plays up there in the power play, but they never scored. They scored, uh, a goal that basically was an own goal by the Sharks. That's their only goal on the day. And the Sharks just dominated whenever it was five on five. Just straight up. They didn't <clears throat> they didn't put any that many. They only got two pucks in net, one, two to one. But they I've never seen a game more dominated. They're they're playing in Denver tonight, Jim. Is is it gonna go seven? I hope not. Ten PM game. No, nah, just wow. win it, just win it here. I'm telling you, man, I wow. mean, the, the the Avs had to have a big meeting or something. Like, they had to have a big, like, what went wrong and see if they can make an adjustment. Game went back to San Jose, brother. Um, uh, it was, it was, it was back more... in the home set because the Avs dominated the game before. They were just doing the slingshot play. It was, it was beautiful. McKinnon couldn't be stopped. Um I'm I'm interested to see. Um, I I want to see Game Seven just because hockey Game Seven gets that's that's as good as a guess. I I like this. I wonder if Pavelski would come back for a Game Seven. Joey P. Uh, but Thomas Hurtle Hurtle was going crazy. Oh, nuts! Uh, he did score a goal. I think he scored both goals. But he was—he had a really good game. He talks so fast. You would have—you would have been laughing when he did his post-game interview. I get into that. So fast, can't understand a single word. They threw it to Jeremy Roenick afterwards. What do you think about that? And he's like, "Well, I don't really know what he said because he was talking so fast and the (laughs) accent, but he's excited, and I like that. (laughs) I like that. That's good analysis. That's honestly really good analysis. That's what he—that's honestly what he said. Yeah, word for word. it's, it's, It's the right analysis." Uh, Columbus and the Bruins play their game six tonight. Boston has the lead. It's in Columbus. Uh, we'll see if the home teams hold. Did you uh, see that game? The Bruins are up 3 nothing, and Columbus tied it 3-3 in the third period, and then the Bruins won in like with one minute left. But the Blue Jack, the Columbus to tie it was pretty nuts. Miles and miles of heart. Um, if Columbus wins that game, and do that comeback, the Bruins are that's a huge momentum kill. They almost Yeah, it'd it. be it'd be done. I mean, this would be game six in, in Columbus's house. Uh we'll see what happens there. Um and then yeah, game seven for the uh game seven stars blues, that's Tuesday. Um again, I'm half rooting stars because there's a chance when I'm in Dallas they could have a playoff game, which would be half fun. And I'm also half rooting blues because that guy in my building is a blues fan. And I opened up the conversation saying, hey, I'm rooting for your blues. Um, (laughs) So that's kind of a win-win for me. Uh, The basketball, I totally forgot about the Bucs. Giannis has just gone full Giannis. And that's been awesome as a basketball fan and someone that can't stop being a New York fan at certain points. Um, He's looked awesome. They play tonight. 
Uh, series could still be a series. Celt- Celtics can do something. It's in Boston tonight. If they lose, it's kind of like you said with Columbus. Like that would have been it. Um, we'll see. Houston gets the win over the Warriors. Um, and then yeah, they also play tonight, and they they could make that a series. We could we could go seven there, which would be more fun. So um, we'll see what's up with that. Raptor Sixers they're tied at two apiece. They're gonna go seven. Nuggets Trail Blazers also probably gonna go seven. So it's fun. NBA. Did you hear what Joe Pavelski said about the five-minute penalty? If you, I did not. If you do not remember, game seven, the Vegas Knights are up 4 nothing. Five-minute sure. penalty, the Sharks score four goals while having the advantage for five minutes. Pavelski got injured on the play. He said, was it a five-minute penalty? No. Am I glad they called it that way? Yes. Bingo. Sports. <laughs> How damning is that for, like, the refs? Yeah. Like, Vegas fans were like, fuck yeah <laughs> even uh, that guy guy yeah. with the head injury even him that's, that's <laughs> he's the one that got hit uh what's your uh, questions about the reds and the three straight pitches that they hit out for oh so did you did you see it no so suarez goes yard uh he goes to right field like two run shot he got close to being robbed and they they were wearing these like old school uniforms, which becomes a factor in a little bit. The Reds are wearing these all blue uniforms, pretty ugly. Um, second guy comes up, next pitch goes back to back, and you're like, okay, kind of kind of really cool baseball. Third guy comes up, Derek Dietrich, who's having a really nice season, and he was one of, he was one of the MLB free agent stories because he's like he was almost like a Marwin Gonzalez light. Like, he can play anywhere. He hits okay, but, like, it's supposed to be kind of the future of baseball kind of guy, and he wasn't getting a contract. He's been playing really well, and he's been playing really angry. I think you might have did a video of him earlier in the year. Yeah, with Chris Uh, Archer and the Pirates. Yeah, he pimps the home runs pretty good. So he's next, and next pitch, he goes yard, crushes it, and he pimps it a little bit. He's got a nice chain on. Jim, the bigger factor here, and I just I need your official ruling on it, is – I need to decide if I love or hate Derek Dietrich. So because they were wearing the throwback uniforms, he put an eye black mustache on, which A, is almost a comedy show. B, he hits a home run and pimps it with an eye black mustache on. So it's like that dude either needs to be one of my favorites or I need to hate this guy. Against Samarja? Yeah. Samarja was... (laughs) Samarja... Was not having a good time. Um, well, do you know that it depends how much you like Tino Martinez? Okay, I, I like Tino. You do? Yeah. So then do you, you like can't Tino? Like, you can't like Derek Dietrich. Okay, problem solved. Yeah. When they were in Miami together, Derek Dietrich got Tino Martinez fired and blackballed from baseball. Good. He was the hitting coach, and he told Derek Dietrich to pick up balls after rounds of batting practice, and Dietrich refused and said, I don't have to pick up fucking balls. Oh, yeah. Then I hate Dietrich. That's perfect. That's all and, I needed. And then um, I think Tino Martinez like verbally was like, you fucking blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And uh, they were like, <laughs> first he wanted us to pick up the balls. He yelled at us. Tino got blackballed. All I needed. Dislike you, Derek Dietrich. Yeah. But the the mustache is funny. It's one of those things like it's funny, but like if a Yankee pulled this stunt, people would like hang hang him hang him in the town center. They tar and feather him. Um <laughs> I mean it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to halftime. Halftime. Now's the part of the time where people that don't enjoy Game of Thrones or are behind on Game of Thrones, skip ahead. Because we're going to talk some Thrones real quick. Not a long conversation. Oh, Jake said he had some hot takes for us. Season 8, Episode 4, finally uh, an episode of Game of Thrones that I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, this is... I don't want to be snarky about it, but like if after this episode, if you look back at the first three and you still try to tell me they were like worthwhile, I'm kind of like, what are you talking about? So. Yeah, again, I mean, I, I think they had entertainment value. I I again, I wasn't too impressed by this. I, I will say credit to you where credit's due. I think, like, the Tyrion Varys scenes, I think those were the best. 
Bronstein um, was pretty good. I'm I love Bron. I think that was kind of soft. I I I don't think that was uh, Bron's best work, but I mean I'll always enjoy Bron, so that was good, dude. F- to me, this whole episode, and I I mean we've been talking about how the writers kind of seem like lazy this season. Um, this episode was the same thing. This episode for me felt like a high school drama TV show that they just did with Game of Thrones characters. Um, it was like, okay, we, we, we won the big game. We're throwing a big party party. Everyone's drunk. Whoa. We've got some wild hookups going on. And then it's like, you know, at the end, Jamie's like, oh, no, I'm still the bad guy. And he rides off on his motorcycle at the end. We had the whole whisper game with who John really is. Like, I, I mean, end of the day, like it was it felt like a high school drama TV show that was just used with Game of Thrones characters. What do you I don't I'm not following why high school drama I like the whisper stuff. We finally got like plotting and politicking and to know what people are thinking and their opinions. And then we did get the attack where the dragon dies. And then we got Cersei who's like, we didn't have any Cersei in the last couple scenes. Right. We, we got some Cersei at the end. I'm, I'm just saying it it was, it was literally like, um, I mean, picture after the high school football game, we, uh, we, we just won the big game. We just won the war here. And it's like, they had a party. Everyone got drunk. People hooked up. Then there was like all these couple fights, um, like John and Danny. And we had, uh, I mean, Jamie, Jamie and his new lady. I won't spoil that for anyone. At the end, Jamie rides away. What's John's identity? Don't tell everyone. Oh, let's just tell everyone instantly. Um, I don't know. It just, it felt, it felt, it, it, it felt a little, it felt a little lazy to me. Yeah. This is the first episode that didn't feel lazy to me. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I thought this one was good. I mean, I think it's really good how uh, John and Daenerys, they're dumb. Like, they are dumb. Right. But they've been masquerading as smart forever when there are the smart people, like you said, various Littlefinger, Cersei, Tyrion, and Sansa's kind of joining that crew. Right. And Danny and Jon Snow are just dumb, and they're, like, love dumb now. Um, and then, I- like, the... Saying bye to to Sam and uh, the the dog and Tormund, it was just like goodbye. Yeah, but not everything can get like a huge goodbye. Right, but I mean, even even that just felt like all right. We're just gonna send them north, even though everything north just got obliterated. Um, yeah, I think th- I think Game of Thrones is gonna end with full circle, like when we started Game of Thrones winter was coming right. uh we hadn't seen dragon in years and we had a new king like i think that both dragons are all the dragons are gonna die so that at the end of this the new people will be saying we haven't seen dragons you know since then right and um daenerys is gonna go mad and she's gonna just follow the steps of her ancestors and become like the mad king we've seen her right. get hungry now and i think it's just gonna be like full circle Half the town of Winterfell, the one one of the three career choices in Winterfell is becoming a blacksmith, and we can't get any armor for the dragons yet. That'd be huge. It's going to be. It's it's what at at the end of the episode when they show Euron staring at the sky, that's the solution because you should have thought of that months ago when yeah. your only advantage in the war is dragons, and all you do is make metal. Like that's one of the only hobbies in this time period, um, yeah. So were you upset I, that uh, Miss Sunday died? No, I mean you you knew like again when and it's in Cersei's hands. You know what's gonna happen. Like that's that's game over. And I I think even that end scene. Like I know there's rules of engagement and rules of war of everything, and we have the you know the hands meeting each other but also if Cersei is this you know she's Cersei she is Cersei she's the the toughest and the smartest there ever was they've got everyone on those super shooting machines and the dragons just sitting in the back doing finger guns kind of dancing like call me crazy call me maybe rules of engagement be damned I think Cersei's shooting her shot there taking out the final dragon so it's kind of game over yeah I think she wants to 
make this the make give the idea of peace to like her people and stuff like that. Or mm-hmm. Cersei's all about like letting you know she's better than you. A little bit. Um I I don't know. It was it was entertaining. Whoa, alarm. Um I guess that's the end of Thrones. Yeah, it was uh it was entertaining. I was entertained by the other ones too, but um I don't know. It just it felt high schooly to me. Yeah, I don't have that same vibe. I <laughs> I thought the I thought the first two episodes. This episode just made me think the first three were just such a waste of time. We only have six episodes. We wasted episode two was the biggest waste of time I've ever seen in a TV show, I think. Like episode yeah. two was the biggest waste of time ever. The, but I'm ex- the- I'm excited for the next two now. The, the whole seasons felt pretty lazy. And then the whole Starbucks thing today, have you been seeing that? Like, obviously, yeah. I don't care about that, but it is like, come on. Yeah, it's funny. Someone said, I would have loved to see the writer's room or the produce, production crew. Well, that's what I have to say. I used to love those end scenes when the show right. owners would talk about the show and tell you why they did everything. Now, I fucking hate them. They're such... They're, they're annoying as hell. They're so, like, smug. Like, they... They They're already like shedding tears over the characters. Like, I know you don't do that. Yeah. I know you don't shed tears over the characters dying that you write and kill in your... Like, shut up. Smug is genuinely the perfect word because it, it fe- they feel like they'd, they'd already won. Like, they've already created the best TV show ever. That's what people claimed. And it's like, well, you better wrap this up. Otherwise, people are going to be miserable. Yeah. All right. Let's go into the news. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. Teens are embracing nose hair and having thick nose hair extensions. A man married a hologram. A California, oh no, California has dispatched goats, Jake, to eat all the brush in an attempt to prevent the wildfires. A woman blames her Taco Bell nachos for her alleged drunk driving incident. A Portland man accused of creating a bomb that sent dog feces flying everywhere when exploded. Got accused of that. A nurse was denied the marathon world record because she wasn't wearing a nurse's skirt while running the marathon. Pornhub wants to buy Tumblr and restore the site to its former porn-filled glory, and beekeepers are being hit hard by thefts. They are stealing the hives. There have been thousands of bees stolen. I read the news today. Any of these stories interest you? Um, the nurse skirt thing um, does because if, if I'm reading this correctly now, I mean, I just clicked on it, but basically it, <laughs> it, it is almost comically linked back to basically the nurse outfit that the Joker was wearing um, mm-hmm. in that, that, that famous scene where... <laughs> Harvey Dent doesn't see all the makeup on the Joker's face and doesn't realize that's not his normal nurse, which is one of the sillier scenes in 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 the movie. Um, but it's literally because she ran it in scrubs instead of one of those old nurse skirt outfits. They're not giving her the record. Um, so yeah, some good like dated sexism almost. Ah. Uh... Oh, I'm wow. kind of on Guinness Book of Records side here because because wow. Guinness Book of Records, they told her beforehand, like, if you want to break that record, you need to run it in the outfit that that record is ran in. The whole the whole thing that stipulates that record is that they're worn in it's run in an outfit that is not made for running and it's a nurse's outfit. So she says, well, I'm going to run it in scrubs. Because that's a nurse's outfit nowadays. Give her the Scrubs nurse's record. Because would her time have been the same if she ran it in an outfit that is less inducive to running? Who knows? That's the gold Guinness Book of World of Record games. And they let her know beforehand. I'm, I'm completely fine with a little asterisk. Like, 
the record in this ridiculous outfit is this. The new nurse's record is in this because we've grown as a society. Yeah, make it the um, new nurse's outfit. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with an asterisk and two names there. And if someone wants to throw on one of those old ones, look how ridiculous those old outfits are, which, again, is, is a point for your and my argument. Um, but, I, I mean... That's uh, I mean, do we start doing that with every sport? Do you just put asterisks on everything in every sport now? Because the the baseball bats, Babe Ruth's baseball bat was a lot, <laughs> a lot worse than the bats they're using nowadays. Well, I, this is like a gimmick record, so. Oh wow. The I mean, yeah, it's a gimmick record, so. Wow. I mean, if you want to be the fastest marathon runner, you'd be the fastest marathon runner. If you need a gimmick to get you at the top of whatever category you are, then it's a gimmick. So it's all fun and games. Wow. You're like, all like, you're like all of fu- you now angry nurses, please tweet at Jimmy. Yeah, that's see, that's where it's crazy. Like if you're a firefighter and you win the firefighter like race, you have to wear a firefighter's uniform. And then you're like, well, I'm just going to wear, you know, the new Do they have to wear an old school uniform. firefighter's uniform? What's that? Do they have to wear an old school firefighter's uniform? Well, that's what I'm saying. If the whole race was done because the old school firefighter's uniform is heavy, and then 50 years later they're like, well, they're a lot lighter now. It's like, well, that's not this. You're not really breaking his record then. You would have to run it in that. We'll change the name, but the reason that record exists is because <laughs> the firefighter's uniform was ridiculous. Well. Write it down and, and in your five. Write it down in your five star review today. Jimmy hates nurses and firefighters. And she asked them beforehand, and they said, "Well, the only way you break that is if you wear that outfit, because that's what that record is." And she was like, right. "I'm not going to do that." And it's like, "Well, you don't get the record then." Well-behaved women rarely make history, and here we are. Yeah, uh, California is dispatching goats to eat all the brush. Hopefully, they they get all the brush before the fire gets the goats. That'd be a yeah, terrible that's look. The, that's always one of those catch twenty twos. <laughs> you you start, find yourself in it. Start eating or get burned to death, goats. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you could have that as a win win too. Um, eat some brush, get some get some well cooked goat meat. <laughs> Charred. Oh, bad. All right. I thought this story was interesting. This woman blamed Taco Bell nachos for her drunk driving incident. Sure. Now. I have no idea how this is going to go. Like, is she saying like she was driving fast because the nachos gave her diarrhea, or is she saying the nachos got her drunk? A uh, woman in Ohio blames a near accident on her Taco Bell order um, after nearly striking a police car. They really hate that. Uh, she claims she was just taking a bite of her nachos. Um, so yeah, that's a. Uh, that's a tough break, and she has two former DUIs. So uh, she she sent a Hail Mary out there, um, and I don't think it landed. Yeah, I think that's also like a ticket. Like, okay, well, then you're a distracted driver. You get a ticket we'll, for that. We'll just call it a multiplier then. Little column A, little column B. <laughs> yeah. Good ad for Taco Bell, though, whatever nachos. So good, you'll hit a cop car just to get your bite. Almost hit it. I mean. Oh, she didn't even hit the cop car? No. No. She just had to swerve. That's fine. Been there. I know. What are we doing here? This Portland man was accused of creating a bomb that sent dog feces flying when it exploded. Zimmer uh, pooped in the house five minutes ago, and it's all I can smell since, and that's uh, it's really bothering me. So I got I'm getting bombed here. But it's not exploding feces, so that's good. Why'd the Portland man do this, Jake? To get back at a neighbor or just because he could? It's not, <laughs> repeat, it's not exploding feces. Um, oh, my God. Look at the look at the mug shot. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> so sad. Doesn't Rob look like a guy. Doesn't, he doesn't look like a, he looks like a, he could be doing a lot more with his life. He looks like a big, big dude. Rob with two Bs. Rob Stout. That's a power name. Uh, bomb in a plastic. Uh, yeah. So he he made like a chemical warfare bomb. He put a he got a toolbox, um, bomb stuff and a bunch of dog poop, um, 
he set up the device because he was angry at his former friend for failing to return something. So, I mean, there you go. Just return. If you borrow something, return it. Him and his friend liked watching YouTube prank videos, so he thought he was just doing a YouTube prank video. But when he opened it, it exploded with such force that it sounded like an M80 going off, and the dog scat was blown out of the toolbox. No one was hurt. Stat was booked in jail. Yeah, this is tough. He's just trying to prank his buddy with some dog shit bomb. He was going for a nuclear prank, and it didn't happen. I'm actually on his side. I don't think he should be arrested for this. Like, his buddy, does his buddy get a say in this? Or is this one of those things where, like, the cops get involved and they're like, well, you had an M80 on your property, so, you know, we don't care if he's laughing and says, well, it was kind of a good prank. Yeah, I guess that's the latter. But, like, his intentions were clearly not to harm anyone. But ignorance isn't an excuse. You know, you put, you know, set the poop on fire, make the place smell real bad. (laughs) I mean, come on. Just having some fucking fun. Dog poop prank. Uh, Good news for you, Jake. I know how much you love Tumblr. Pornhub wants to buy back Tumblr, restore the site to its uh, former glory. Yeah, I don't know what Tumblr is, but I'm all for this. Uh, Punch it. Sounds like good business. Tumblr, something I never, never got down with or understood at all. I'll tumble for you. What is Tumblr? It's uh, social media that's just like memes, I think. Okay, cool. Memes and GIFs. Um, it's like it's like Instagram is for people that don't like words and like they just right. need visual like stimulation. Tumblr's for people that are even dumber than that. Okay. And it used to be a lot of porn, but now it's not. I don't. I Tumblr weirds me. So out. It, it took the porn to memes route. Tumblr and now they're trying to bring it back. Tumblr and Pinterest ruin okay. Google searches. Whenever I search images, I do minus Pinterest minus Tumblr, so they don't come up. Okay. Because whenever I well, you don't search recipes a lot. When you search a recipe no. and you get a Pinterest recipe, right? And it's like a seven-click step process to find the recipe. Irks the hell out of me. Yeah, I hate Pinterest. Not Pinterest, a Tumblr, Snapchat are the social medias that like I don't even think about. Do you still have Snapchat? Yeah, I'm on there. I don't really use it. Like literally, only Rob Urban Snapchats me. Yeah, he's probably that. my only friend that uses Tumblr. <laughs> I deleted my Snapchat a couple of years ago, and I'm always blown away when people still use it. Katie uses it with her work friends. Sure. Wow, that's still a thing, huh? I thought it would die. I thought Instagram would kill it. Still a thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then bees are getting stolen, Jake. Yeah, uh, valuable. I think we saved the bees. We either saved the bees or or too many people talked about how we needed to save the bees that no one cared anymore. Yeah, that's a good call. I think I thought because the talk went away, it was because we saved them. But yeah, I mean, if people are stealing surpluses of bees, I I don't know. I got out of the bee game. You got out of the bee game, but you're not better out of the betting day, game. It's the better today. Better today. Better today. Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey, Jakey lost four straight two weeks ago, and what did he do? He came back and he went 5-0 and last week. Hottest week he's had since he was born. He is doing good. All NBA playoffs, winners, 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 winners. His record is now 42-38. and can he keep the streak going? Can he? Will he? Should he kill? He will he? What will he go with? What will? What will he go with? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you can't can't walk away on a heater. We're gonna we're keep both it. Five, we're both five for our last six, so we're both doing good. We're hot. Um, someone ride that fire truck. Uh, Got to keep it NBA playoffs. Um, as as much as my heart wants to go with Giannis because I think they're 
they're a couple breaks away from just smashing the Celtics. Jim, you you get it. You used to live out there. Golden State versus the Rockets. You don't want to go hockey, huh? Not going hockey. The uh, the games were minus one twenty. I I don't know. I didn't really want it. Um, and plus, I'd be taking Colorado, and then your shark fandom would come into it, and then just turn into a whole thing. Um, but we are staying out around the bay. Golden State, Houston, Jim. Houston is favored by a point and a half. Golden State's getting points. Yes. Well. Yeah. Um. And I, I just think, I mean, Golden State, the last game went to overtime. Golden State was a bucket away from being going, going for a sweep today. Um, again, I gave my whole speech a little while back how all the, all the pundits have blinded themselves. They want Houston because Houston took a step back this year, but now they want the Golden State storyline to say that they were there because it's about to break up anyways. Um, give me Golden State plus a point and a half. I mean, they win tonight. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Yeah. Got nervous for a second there. No. I mean, come on. Your hands came off. Nervous. I'd very, I'm very careful with the buttons I hit now. Yeah. Very careful. It's a nervous uh, moment. But yeah, I mean, just bet Golden State. Yeah. Why are Best they not Best team favorite? ever. So. Also bet the Sharks. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, Avs. Yeah. Maybe parlay Golden State with the Avs. Now we're talking. That's how you get that money. That's how you get that money. That's how you get that money. You got anything else before while I pull up the song here to end this show? I think so. Happy uh, happy Monday, everyone. Get uh, Prepare for the worst tomorrow. Ooh, wow. Don't even let Tuesday sink into your Monday, Jay. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.